Welcome to the family with Alex Brad Bernard Rasmus. Andy Brad Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. A couple of great guests this hour. We'll check out some more news. We'll try to find some positive news, some like good news. And don't forget, Adrian Washington will be with us on Thursday in the noon hour. Looking forward to that, too. Right back with the family. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour de Cure ride. Join me, Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Alex is back with her Thai food, so that's good. Really hey, man. nice. I got to eat when I can eat. Exactly. Very special guest, Marilyn M. Singleton, MD. How are you, Ms. Singleton? I am just fine. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's a great pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, hoaxes, scams, and your medical care. President of Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Hoaxes and scams have been dominating the news lately. Yeah, we know about the, you know, the marginally known actor faking a hate crime to raise his Hollywood profile. Uh, you got the scandal about Hollywood and other elites buying their children's way into top-rated universities. Um, you can call it now, Marilyn. Do you mind if I call you Marilyn? Oh, please do. Okay. Um, every time, because I've been do- doing a morning show now for, I'm in my 34th year, the seventh year of this show, and the amazing thing to me is, is that you can call like like this week, some Hollywood person is going to come out and make this statement about this, that or the other thing. And you go, oh, what are they trying to cover up? And then the next week, well, like last week, it was Charlize Theron. Um, all of a sudden, she popped up in the news saying that uh, that she has two two children. She adopted two children. They're both African-American. They were both born boys, but now they say they're both girls. Uh, and she decided that because at three years old, they both said, I'm not a boy. But little kids do that all the time. And again, if, if the children are girls, fine. They're boys, fine. I don't, uh, it doesn't bother, you know, bother me one way or the other. I'm happy for them. Whatever you can do is what you can do. But I thought, why is she holding her children up there, kind of blocking the view of her why are we focusing on her children and not her? Then I realized this horrendous movie that she's in came out and bombed horribly at the box office. What movie is this? <clears throat> um, God, what is it called? It's called. It's with what? Seth Rogen. Long Shot. Long Shot. It's it's called Long Shot. Right. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it just came out uh, Friday and it came. It, it debuted in like third place or something like that. It did not. Well, the problem you got with releasing a movie now, if you're up against Endgame, good luck to you. Yeah. So that's one thing I should say as a qualifier for the the fact that it's in third place. 
But all of a sudden, oh, long what? shot budget of forty million, box office thirteen million. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's going to lose a lot of money. It's already lost a lot of money. <clears throat> it's already lost a lot of money. But but all of a sudden, Marilyn, uh, today we we find out that uh, Charlize Theron is angry because when the movie Wonder Woman came out, they called her and asked her to be in it. She assumed she was going to be Wonder Woman. But a uh, a woman nine years her junior, Gal Gadot, was Wonder Woman. They wanted Charlize to play the mother of Wonder Woman. So apparently her, her feelings have been so hurt by this all this time. I, I, Marilyn, you can tell every week now, oh, they're covering something up. There's something going on here. Uh, just like, again, this fake hate crime you talked about, buying your your kids way into into top-rated universities. Now these people are going to go to jail, aren't they? I certainly hope so. What a bad... <laughs> it's such a bad example. Yeah, it is. It's like uh, we're people of privilege. We have a lot of money, so my kids can go. And it turned out one guy from China paid $6.5 million to get his kid into uh, Stanford. And and what I love about that is these people are the first ones to stand up and say, we need to help the less fortunate, you know. I have a I have a powerful voice, and I want to use that voice to make sure that not me, but you pay to help people out. I don't know how people keep believing them. <clears throat> I don't either. And why do people keep believing them, Marilyn? I wish I knew. Yeah, I just don't... It's, it's so odd to me how the same people who live behind walls, have bars, have guns, but we can't have that. No, no, no. You can't live behind a fence. That's not right. You should not own a gun either. Uh, and by the way, what I really liked and pointed out in, in your uh, press release, the scandal about Hollywood and other elites buying the children's way into top-rated universities, it does need to be mentioned as well, ladies and gentlemen, that they then wrote that money off as a charitable donation. So actually, you and I paid for their kids to get into college. Isn't that wonderful? Fun. That's right. They've tax deducted it yeah, they at our it. expense. So what do we do now? Hoaxes, scams, and your medical care. So now, do we need more medical care because of hoaxes and scams? Or what? what's the situation? I what it reminded me of was how the opiate crisis that the focus is in the wrong place. Yeah, uh, the, so the, the that they yeah. they found the easy target. Big pharma, the doctors who prescribe it. Yeah, I mean, when in reality, it's street drugs. Yeah, it is. No, it is. the street drugs have called street drugs have caused so many problems. It is unbelievable. It's coming in from what I understand, what I've been told, and, and Marilyn, you'd know more about this than me. That it uh, it starts off in China. A lot of it goes through Mexico and in, in into the United States. That's the route they keep talking about. In any case, is that nearly all from South America? South America? Yeah. Okay. Or Central or South America. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know. It's so, but, but Russia is a big, or chi- is it China? No, it's China, I think, with the fentanyl, right? China. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's China. China the makes the fentanyl. And what, is, what was the purpose? What was the reason for the development of fentanyl? Because it's so powerful. Does it have any use? Oh, absolutely. Oh, when, okay. Uh, years ago, when I first started, in anesthesia, fentanyl had oh pretty much just come out, and and it was a boon. It was a very very short acting narcotic. So for short cases, you could give it to the patient, and and then it would wear off like within a half hour. Oh really. Oh, so, but the problem with fentanyl, you look at how you look at most drugs are measured in milligrams. Fentanyl is measured in micrograms. Oh, right, yeah. Did they say it's like 10,000 times more powerful? So very potent. Yeah, yeah. 
a thousand times more, and so it makes a for a very small margin of safety. Yeah, the therapeutic index is quite slim. And this is the problem, mm-hmm. certainly with morphine or heroin. It, it's a little harder to overdose on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to tell you the truth, Marilyn, one of my dearest friends in the world just lost his 21-year-old daughter to a fentanyl overdose because uh, she apparently dated some guy and he talked her into trying it and told her it was whatever, and it turned out to be fentanyl and it killed her. Uh, And apparently, I've I've been told by some people, and maybe uh, Marilyn M. Singleton, our guest, Dr. Singleton, um, I was told by a couple of doctors after that happened to my friend's daughter that some people at a young age like that, because your brain's not fully formed, the first time you try it, you're basically hooked for the rest of your life and your life's not going to be very long. Is that, does that, because of, you know, not a fully formed brain and, and your emotions and all the rest of it are not fully formed, uh, or is it just the drug is that addictive? Narcotics are very addictive just because our brain actually have narcotic receptors. Mm-hmm. So the drug goes into the receptors as soon as you take it. And so your own natural resistance is changed right off the bat. So, so it, no matter how old you are, your resistance is going to change the very first time you do it. That's right. And certainly the younger people are, the worse effects are. Oh, God. It's just, it's so sad to me. I mean, this is the problem that it, it's coming up with marijuana. Oh, tell me about that. So what's this the problem? new marijuana is so strong. Mm-hmm. And children's brains now, studies show, they aren't formed until the mid 20s. Right, right. 26 or some, yeah, something like that, 26 years old. Um, right. And no. the psychosis, the marijuana psychosis, is now starting to be diagnosed. So, what is that all about, Dr. Singleton? A marrow, it's marijuana psychosis. What do, it is it, it's just so strong that people hallucinate, or what causes a psych, psychotic reaction to it, the psychosis? Uh, honestly, I can't tell you why. I, I wish I knew the answer. <laughs> but one of the things that's coming out with the negative effects is that now that it's legal, people, when they go to the ER, are saying, oh, yes, I smoke marijuana. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, where before they didn't admit to it. So this could have been going on for quite some time, and we just would never have known about it. But now that it's legal in some states, and now you're not talking about about medical cannabis because that's pretty well um, that's controlled by the the state governments, correct? Yes, and it's different portions of right. the marijuana that's used. Yeah, somebody was telling me, and I, and I didn't. Re- so this is the problem, right? I uh, I'm on medical cannabis as a matter of fact because I have PTSD and it helps me to sleep quite a bit. But I got uh, uh, I went and picked some up. Not in the state of Minnesota. It was a different uh, different state. And I went to pick some up, and the dispensary gave me this bottle, and so I I took one to go to sleep. Uh, and about the next half hour, I started hallucinating like mad. I was watching the Ricky Gervais on television, and while I'm watching him, he turns into a dragon. And I found out that the the capsules they had given me were five times the amount that I normally take. But I've heard people that take oh. stuff a hundred times that powerful. I don't know how you you wouldn't end up seeing things on a minute by minute basis. Some people are on five hundred milligrams of of marijuana. Man, that seems like a lot. Well, but it. People are so different in their reactions to drugs. And it's certainly when you have these products, you hope 
that the products are managed and, and uh, uh, let's see, you know, regulated so you get the right amount. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's very, very helpful to me. I'm, I'm much calmer and I sleep much better. I, I, to tell you the truth, I average about seven hours of sleep a night now, sometimes a little less and sometimes a little more. But I, my average sleep used to be a little over four hours. So it has really helped me out. But like everything else, it needs to be controlled. And I think, do you think the liquor industry kind of uh, set people, set the tone for this? Because you can buy as many bottles of alcohol as you want, but if you drink them all, you're going to die. So it's kind of along those same lines, isn't it? That if, that if it's not controlled, you can buy as much as you want, you could end up with psychosis, right? Well, it's true, but certainly a seller of a product doesn't really want you to die because then you can't buy more of the product. <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah, I just do think that people have the same the, the same view of cannabis that they do of alcohol. It's like, well, it's pretty much up to you how much you want to do. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, I don't know. Start off, uh, I suppose. Well, my... alcohol is regulated. You know how much it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. That is true. But Certainly, the marijuana, even when you buy it in the stores, the strength of, of these drugs is, you just don't know. Oh, so it varies quite a bit? Oh, there and there's so many varieties. Oh, God, yeah, there's a lot of different varieties. And they, the people who work in the store are supposed to be experts who uh -huh. can tell you which is weak, which is strong, whatever. Um, I got to be honest with you. The last time I was in Las Vegas, I went into a, a marijuana dispensary in Vegas, a cannabis dispensary. And I would say just about the oldest person working there was probably about 22 years old. So I don't know how they became experts at all this yeah. stuff at such a young age, but that's just me. You know what Most I mean? Most of all been geniuses. I guess, yeah. I guess it works out. Marilyn M. Singleton, M.D., ladies and gentlemen, promoting hoaxes, scams, your medical care. The president of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons website is AAPSON or just AAPonline.org. That's AAPSonline.org. Marilyn, thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate the knowledge. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, and good luck to you. Thanks a lot. You too. Thanks. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Hey, 
I'm rocking out, man. What do you think of that action? He agrees with you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, basically, what we learned just now is what we kind of all. I don't know if you go into a dispensary in Las Vegas and this person goes, oh, here's what you need and this ought to be great and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just. It's hard to say, too, because you, the people that are in these dispensaries for recreational marijuana, they don't know what, if you walk in as a client or whatever, a customer to purchase and you're selling it to this person, you don't know what other medications they're on. Right. No, that's you know? exactly right. And that can induce a psychosis if they're on antidepressants, mm-hmm. um, pain medication, on top of throwing medical, or not even medical, just marijuana on top of that. That could cause a whole lot of issues. Yeah. yeah that's I... why I kind of like the medical marijuana, because they basically, they want your health history, they want your mm-hmm. um, yeah. background medications you take, so they're aware of what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what either. But I tell you what, honestly, Scott, I usually do 20 milligrams to sleep. Mm-hmm. I started out at 10 and then went to 20. And at this time, I was on 10. And they gave me 50s. Holy God, did I get high. <laughs> but then I, I, other people told me, oh, I really? It's only 50? I do 500. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, do you ease into that? Is that how you do it? Do you just ease I into 500 so. milligrams? They're probably so functional, too, at 500 milligrams. I will tell you something. At 50 milligrams, and I'm not making this up, I'm sitting there on a couch. We're watching Ricky Gervais. He turns into a dragon. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Of course. And then I, I, I said, you know, I got to get up and go in the other room and you know wash my face or whatever, see if I can wake up a little. I couldn't move my legs. Yes, I've had that happen. What my arms? Uh, who needs it? <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need to not be able to move my legs and go not see dragons. Who needs it? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know. Uh, I like going the medical cannabis. I like going the medical cannabis route because it's all measured and. Although that person did make a mistake at the dispensary by giving me, and it, like I said, that was not in Minnesota, it was elsewhere. I was going to say, that's pretty negligent of that yeah. person to be like, hey, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, I, I imagine if you do lean toward mental illness and that happened to you, you might have big problems. Yeah. Start yeah. whacking everybody inside or hanging yourself or something. Who the hell knows? I mean, it, it was really odd, I will tell you that. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, because a pharmacist has to go through so much school yeah. and everything, but working at a m- cannabis place, I mean, what, you just need to show up on time? Look, like, there's you know. edibles. Like, yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> so. We've got some, uh, we've got some uh, capsules. We've got some edibles. we got the, they actually have the weed you can smoke. See, I cannot, I cannot inhale smoke or vape. I can't do either one. It's really harsh on my lungs, I suppose, because I don't smoke. Is that, I guess, why? Yeah, I can't imagine that would be fun at all. Vaping? Just inhaling smoke or vapor or anything. Just like, ugh. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. It just was not for me. I can guarantee you that. So I just, I don't know. Uh, And again, I've, I've purchased stuff from dispensaries, and it was not that big a deal. So, you know, um it wasn't that it caused me some huge problem or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, I don't know how they made that mistake. That's the whole problem. I think it was, the, the, maybe the woman that gave it to me was in training or something. You never know, right? I mean, who knows what the hell the situation is. But uh, it, I didn't know it was coming. And I just, all of a sudden, it got, it got worse and worse and worse and worse. And finally, I'm like, I don't know if I can handle this or not. So I went, I eventually got was able to move my legs, which I really liked. The ability to move my legs. <laughs> you really appreciate that. I really lower appreciated function. that. Yes, that lower function of my legs was really good. And then I just went to bed and I slept twelve straight hours. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't slept twelve straight hours since I was a teenager. What's good though about mm-hmm. marijuana is that you can't overdose and actually no. die from it like you could with an opiate, like right. you know, oxycodone or any type of uh, pain medication like that. Um, I mean, people do experience bad highs. You know? Oh God, absolutely! And I feel like see that's I feel like that would be me, so I just stay away from it. Yeah, like, I would be the person that would be like freaking out. And or what's something. weird about you know getting high on marijuana? Each high is different. You're never going to have the same high. So one time you might have a really good high, the next one you might feel sick, the next one you might feel 
like psychotic and paranoid. Yeah. Um, it just yeah, depends. Who needs, I don't. Who needs that? Pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna pass on the whole yeah. deal. That makes pass. sense. All it took was a few mentions of Medicare for all this spring, and suddenly healthcare bulls were stuck uh, with a three hundred billion dollar loss. Wait. For investors, just this is from Bloomberg News, by the way. This is not some fake news deal. Uh, for investors just warming up to a government that professed to put their interests first, the chill has been palpable. Everywhere you look, policy prescriptions from an avowed, more progressive wing of the Democratic Party are threatening to undo the loving embrace Wall Street has enjoyed under Donald Trump's presidency. Boy, that's this is interesting because this is MSN, and it uh, originally was, as, as I said, from Bloomberg. That's awfully pro-Trump for Bloomberg. Bloomberg hates Donald Trump. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe is this a fake story? Maybe yeah, this is the whole fake thing news. is. Maybe it's all just fake news. Uh, flag borne by the likes of Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, whose condemnation of Amazon.com helped keep it from building a New York headquarters. Stocks may remain near record highs, and few candidates frame themselves as the outright enemy of equities. But the episodes are evidence uh, that the uh, plenty of Democratic contenders don't view preserving profit margins as a top priority. I guess all of a sudden, a Bloomberg, once uh, he realized that he might lose money, is not so far left as he used to be. Well, of course not. Isn't it amazing? It's always <laughs> about the money, isn't it? It's always about the money. Mm-hmm. Look, we would all like to um, to help everybody. Like I said, the homeless people who have a, a mental... Uh, uh, I don't know what you even like, like a malady, a mental malady, or a physical malady, or something like that. Uh, maybe a woman's been thrown out of the house by her husband, or the husband's been thrown out of the house by the wife, and you know they got nowhere to live because they can't support two households. Those people I can understand helping, but everybody is homeless now is starting to wear me out. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's like everybody's homeless now. How is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Especially, I, I mean, I see so many that are so young. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. That you're like, you're completely capable. I mean, is it becoming like something. something that's just trendy? I'm, I'm homeless, like young it. adults, and yep. oh yeah, a lot of people think it's super cool to brag about how they've. I was homeless for a month. Well, and I wonder. <laughs> I don't get that mentality. I wonder if you know you see people begging on the street mm-hmm. how many of those people are actually homeless not many yeah it's I like would say not many. these yeah. people probably have jobs and do things but they just are like well I'll just go stand on the street well yeah you can tell when they're cash. when they're working you know just to earn free cash is yeah. because when you go on to like a exit ramp or something you'll yep. see a person standing at well mm-hmm. then if you see another one on the other going the opposite direction. Yeah, they're tag teaming it. They oh, work God. together. That's what I understand. Yep. So, so that is a fact, huh? Oh yeah, and they'll switch corners and yeah. Just yeah, it's weird. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> You're not ready. You did hear about uh, uh, when we got back from Nashville on uh, on Saturday night. Um, we drove up from Nashville. Um, there was a story on, I believe, Fox Nine that the homeless. Let's see. The homeless soccer league is uh, is holding a tournament in Wales, apparently. And there's a kid, a Somali kid, I believe, from Minnesota is going to represent the home. But they did say this kid, who was 23, about six feet two, and weighed about 200 pounds. They said he was homeless. So it wasn't like they're just raising money to help the homeless. I think that's the that's the goal is to raise money to help the home, homeless. But they said this kid actually was homeless. So how do you get picked for a homeless soccer league if you're homeless? <laughs> Give them really. something to do. I don't. But I mean, where would you even find them? They must have had a tryout or something. But how would you know if you're homeless? If there was a tryout. Maybe if there was like a community center, if they put up. Oh you know, yeah, maybe yeah, that's probably true. Because I know a lot of uh, community centers, they'll kind of host um, some stuff for homeless people, like activities, they'll yeah, get oh, dinners yeah. and stuff like that for mm-hmm. them. So maybe that's where they must have seen something. Yeah, I guess. But uh, kid was a hell of a soccer player. I'll tell you that it wasn't. He didn't suffer from any physical malady. I can guarantee you that because the kid's one hell of an athlete. So uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, the whole thing. 
I, I, while we're going through the show today, I'm looking at headlines. And again, Trump's effort to quiet Mueller reveals a scam. 2020 Toyota Corolla is here. They're obsessed because it's a car. Uh, Game of Thrones, why fans are livid over the latest death. Tell me about that. You watch Game of Thrones. Mm-mm. Oh, you don't? I said that last week, too. You're like, yeah, see, you watched it. I like, did no. watch Game watched of Thrones. an episode. I had no... I saw one. Yeah, I just... I was planning on doing that where, you know, a season would come out and I'd binge it. But then I just started watching, like, trailers and previews. And I'm like, you know, I don't think this show is for me. I, it looks too <laughs> depressing and hardcore. I need some laughter. So I'm watching Walking Dead instead. Walking Dead's funny? There's funny parts, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, and it's not like, you know, in-your-face humor. But, yeah, there's I, I really like the character development in Walking Dead. Yeah, I had no idea that was the case. It's all zombie stuff, isn't it? Yeah, but see, I, I see. I'm not a huge zombie fan. I'm not like, either. it doesn't make sense. You can walk away from them. Yeah, you know? they're not but, good uh, runners. Although they do make a good point in The Walking Dead. As soon as like somebody dies and becomes a zombie, they're actually fast in the beginning. It's the longer that they are a zombie, they start slowing down. Oh, they down are a fast bit. in the beginning. They're just, yeah, because okay. they start decaying more and falling apart. <laughs> I see. Okay. But, yeah, I really like the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It's this Game of Thrones. Oh, you know, it's Brittany. Brittany's a huge fan of Game of Thrones. I know that she's seen like every episode mm-hmm. and whatever. Brittany has two days left on the KQ Morning Show tomorrow and Wednesday, and I told her that she has ten more uh, traffic reports to do, five tomorrow and five on Wednesday, and I'm going to cut a letter off of her name every every uh, traffic report until she's done on Wednesday. So basically, tomorrow. At 5.37, she's going to be Brit Brit. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, she'll be Brittany. And then it'll be Britain, Britta, Brit, Brie, Burr, Buh. Perfect. So the final one, she goes, and here's Buh. What's <laughs> the traffic? What do you think? Great. Everyone will her, definitely know what you're talking about. I asked uh, Brittany today, I said, so is everybody out there uh, whipped up on social media that I stabbed you in the back and I'm forcing you out? She goes, I don't know. I don't look at that stuff. So I don't think so, though. I think they realize that she, she did want to leave and move on to other endeavors, which, you know, the, I understand it completely. you got to live the life you want to live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So she's been fun to work with, though. She's nuts. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that she's not crazy, <laughs> because she is. I mean, she came over and met, oh, we got a new dog. Oh, yeah, she you did? got May. Yes. She got a new dog. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. I feel like I had something to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, we got a new dog. So she came over on Saturday and met May. Oh, she did? Yep. She didn't even mention that. Oh, well, it happened. I think she's looking at the door, waiting for for it to open so she can leave. (laughs) That's all she's... She's distracted by the exit. Yeah. So what kind of dog is May? She looks like a rat. All sorts of stuff. She probably is a rat terrier mix, would be my guess. That's her Mm -hmm. with Bert. Oh, adorable. Yeah, yeah she's it's kind like, of got that Jack Russell look. Yeah, she's like rat terrier, chihuahua, corgi, something. Not chihuahua or corgi. <laughs> Not chihuahua. No. She's, a, she's got a rat terrier face and ears and body shape, but then she is very speckly, so I don't know where that came from. But we're going to do a DNA test at Good some idea. point. She what? had, yeah, see what she is. Why do you care? It's kind of fun. I don't even have a DNA test on myself to find out what I am. Who cares? I don't know. It's just kind of fun to, especially the dogs, because it's like, does this line up with their temperament? Does oh, this, yeah. you know, it's just kind of fun. She had six puppies. So she's from Texas and then got pregnant. And then her owner put her at a high kill shelter because she was pregnant. And then she had the puppies. What's and then, a high kill shelter? Uh, like a humane society that has a really big turnover rate if you know what well, I mean. they they whack the dog yeah they euthanize them well i didn't know that yeah um they used to crush them i know that no oh, dear god they did um no oh, yeah they did man andy you know that don't you no they used to put a dogs in a decompression chamber and they okay. would just die anyway um <laughs> well whatever it is anyway um yeah, so, and then a rescue from here went and got her and her puppies, and all of her puppies got adopted out, and we puppies. got her. And you, her name was what? Louise or something? Her name was Wendy. 
actually. Oh. Yep, I know. Wendy will be mad that I didn't keep her name Wendy. But I was like, I already it's know. It's a weird name for a dog, too. When I was like, I already know Wendy. So I can't. It's like people who have a dog named, like, Josh. Josh. <laughs> I love Josh and Dave thinks I'm crazy, but I love those um, names. Like, I want a dog, and I want to name it Doug. Yeah. Or, like, Carl. Doug the dog. Yeah. Brad. I like yeah. it. Cat Brad. Steve. Yeah. I like <laughs> it. My yeah. brother's cat's name is Adam. That's awesome. It's, like, random. He yeah. just left it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was, the humane, it was what the Humane Society gave him, and he was just like, eh, I'm just going to keep it. Whatever. <laughs> we shall take a break. Be right back. Special guest Pete Hardesty. Uh, up next with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Okay, what movie is this from? You know? I'm horrible at that. I'll give you a clue. Richard Gere. It's not going to help me. Mercedes Convertible. There's a famous scene, <laughs> but I don't want to say. Horrormongering. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this movie. None of these clues oh, work. Horrormongering's it? good, isn't it? Horrormongering. It's American Gigolo. Oh yeah, I've never oh. seen that. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say American Gangster, and then I was like, that's, that's not. My right. mom it, loved that movie. My, she had yeah. the biggest crush on Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. Your mom did on Richard Gere. Well. Wow. <laughs> well, I didn't know why. She's like, oh, he's so handsome. And then when I got older and I saw American Gigolo, I go, oh, that's. Why my mom had a crush on him. He does cut a fine figure. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, my no gosh. Doubt about it. I, Dan does that to me all the time. He'll play a song, but what movie is this from? I'm like, I don't know. I never know. He didn't Unless care at it's all a about Disney it. movie. Yeah, then I would know. Yeah. For sure. I'd, and then I'd know all the words to it. Tale so. is old as time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you, are you looking forward to the new live action Aladdin? I'm yes. conflicted by it. I'm excited because Wait a minute. I, I don't know about this. What yeah, is it? Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, and like, is it November at the end of May? Oh, at the end of May. Yeah, oh, twenty fourth. Actually, I yeah. think I got a screener oh. or something for it. But yeah, well, um, yeah, it's going to be the live action, and Will Smith is the genie. Oh yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Lion King comes out in mm-hmm. the fall, I think. Will it suck it as much summer. as the play? No, I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, love I think the yeah. Lion King is going to be awesome. I think that's really? going to be the first movie that we take Fawn to. I thought it was the worst play I've ever it's seen. Talking Animals. The, you play, play, is the, play. the play is animals. different than the movie. <laughs> yeah. The... Here we and go. I really like the play. So, But yeah, I think that The Lion King will be the first movie that we take her to, except for I think I might make her go potty when Mufasa dies. That was my oh. first yeah, movie. Probably. Really? I was. My mom says I was Three, maybe almost four. Yeah. When I saw that. Yeah. The first movie you ever saw was what? The Lion King. Oh, really? In theater. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I, I saw liked that movies. Movie. I did like that. Yeah, it'll be interesting because she, we were at Dan's aunt and uncle's cabin 
And she was like, I want to watch The Lion King. And I was like, okay, we're at a cabin. You can watch a movie. That's fine. And Mufasa, and I was upstairs with Sage, and she was in the basement with my mother-in-law, and Mufasa died, and all of a sudden she was just, like, started sobbing. Oh, no. <laughs> like every child. <laughs> and Vaughn. Oh. And she was like, Mama, Mama, I need my Mama. Where's my Mama? And she, like, wouldn't let Diane touch her. She was just falling apart, like, bright red sobbing. <laughs> and Poor I was honey. like, what happened? She's like, his daddy, his daddy's hurt. Where's where's my daddy? I need my dad. I was like, your daddy's okay. Your daddy is okay. And she was like... <laughs> He's, he's, he's okay? I was like, yeah. He's fi-. Yeah, so oh, she like took fine. it as her dad, and it was very bad. Listen, so, kid, anybody dies on TV, that's your family member going Yeah, she took it very, very personally. Aww. She like really, and so I was like, okay, well, we'll just wait. Like, she watched Frozen for the first time on the plane ride home from Phoenix. Um, Phoenix. And she, when the parents die, and it's not even an obvious thing to little kids because no, they just no. go on a ship and then and there's waves back. and then yeah. they never come back. So it's not even like a straightforward thing. And every time she's ever tried to watch it on an airplane, because she tries to watch it on every airplane we ever go on. <laughs> but then that okay. scene happens and she rips off her headphones and says, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. So... And I don't know why Disney has to kill off all the parents all the time. Always the mother. The mother mm-hmm. always dies. Either the mother movie. or both. Or both. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's never just the father. Well, no. Well, Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah. Yeah, that's well, the one. And, yeah, and the only, or the father is living, like in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he, he and had then the mom never showed it. Yeah. But I remember as a kid, I was traumatized. It was very, like, I hated that scene in Bambi. Well, yeah. Because you don't see oh, it happen, yeah. but you hear the shotgun. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know what happened. Yeah. going on. And I was, like, yeah. terrified for my mom to go anywhere because I thought somebody was going to shoot her with a gun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. I was like, Fawn will never let me go on a boat ever again. <laughs> now, I always thought that the reason they did that was because Disney had a poor relationship with his mom, but we watched that Walt that's not thing. True. And that's not true. He loved no. her very, very right, much. And right. that's why I think... He yeah, didn't why? put mothers. It, it was it's bizarre to me because it's like mm-hmm. Dumbo is all about the mom, <laughs> but then they're separated. But then she lives. So yeah, I don't it's know. Weird. I think it's, it's just maybe he just knew how to tug at people's heartstrings oh, and get them captivated. Them. Yeah. Into maybe. Yeah. Well, that's like I was gonna go out for. Um, I went out with a friend a few weeks ago. And it was like the fourth time that she's left her daughter since she's been born, and she's sixteen months old. And so I was like, oh, I really want to go see Dumbo. And I was like, but wait, you and me in a theater watching Dumbo would probably end up very badly. We'd be like, we have to go home and see our kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're good. trying to have, like, a mom's night out, and we'd end up, like, sobbing. <laughs> 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 I still don't understand why they took the original Dumbo, which was 65 minutes long. And made it two hours and ten minutes long. Because it's for, this one's for, all these live action ones are more for, like, adults our age. Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's it's not made for the kids. The original Te- ones are made for the teenagers kids. teenagers and up. But, I mean, we're the people that are going to be most connected right. and attracted to well, them. Yeah, because that's it's like, true. oh, I watched this as a kid and now they're yeah. remaking it. And yeah. it's, like, live action, so it's... More. Although Dumbo was definitely way older than our generation. Yes, Dumbo was a lot older. <laughs> you know, like I would say, like Aladdin. And, yeah, Lion you know, King. Those are all when we were growing up. So. Beauty and the Beast. Well, wasn't Dumbo made in 1945? Yeah, yeah, Dumbo's a lot older. 39 or something. I don't know. Yeah, Dumbo's. Old. It was in the really 40s. Um, the so old, 45. It was right after yeah. World War II, I think. The oldest is Snow White, and that was 37. Yeah. 37. Okay. Yeah. Snow White was 1937? Well, if you look God, at it, you can know. tell. Like, oh, I you can tell. Yeah, it, was 30, yeah. it was Snow White and then, I think, Fantasia and oh, then Fantasia. Pinocchio and Pinocchio. then Dumbo. It's the order. Okay. That's it? Pretty sure. Well, as far as I love old all those ones. Movies. That's like the or- order of the first few. Yeah. Yeah. Because re- The Little Mermaid came out the 88. I think it was right before I was born. What did Little Mermaid? Yeah. yeah. It was before you were born? It was right. I think yeah. it was the year before yeah, I was born. Yeah, it has to be really? because my that that's the first movie my brother saw in the theater. Oh, okay. We both saw movie uh, Disney movies our first time in the theater. 
That's my goal with Fawn, too. I know, but I'm like, will she like the live action one as much as? Because I'm going to be like, we're going to see The Lion King. But, but it'll different. be different. <laughs> so I don't know if she'll actually like it as much. And they do make them a lot longer. So I'm like, maybe they I'll wait. Longer, maybe I'll yeah. wait until an animated. Well, Frozen 2 comes out in November. And so I'm like, maybe that'll be her first movie. I'll have to see. Because I was trying to think of, I have no idea what the first movie was I ever saw. I have no idea. I have what no mine. clue. I don't either. Well, we, my parents never took us to the movies, ever. Yeah. That did not happen. So I'm assuming it may have been, and I'm not sure about this, but it may have been Girls, Girls, Girls starring Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been, seriously. Makes sense. But then, uh, um, I think the first serious movie I ever saw, I'm not sure, but I think it was uh, Mutiny on the Bounty, I think, mm. with Marlon Brando. What year was it? What year did that come out, Andy? Mutiny on the Bounty with Marlon Brando. Mutiny on the Bounty. Dan made me watch that. Which one? Mutiny on the Bounty. Which one? There were like three of them. I don't know. I don't remember. There was one and I remember 62. being like, this is real 62. boring. That might have been the first movie I ever saw. Yeah, it was a little about boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's real boring. What's boring? Mutiny on the Bounty. No, it's not. <laughs> Very boring. You turncoats. Yeah, it was like, this is, talk about long. What about Marlon Brando? So? Just because Marlon Brando doesn't, it doesn't mean it's a good movie. Trevor Howard. That's not how it works. <laughs> what was, who was in the original? Clark Gable and Charles Lawton, I believe, were in the first one. Clark Gable was in everything. Clark Gable yes, was in everything. Was. You know how he got how he got how he got uh, broke big in Hollywood. You know what he did before he was a movie actor? No, no. he was a gigolo. Oh well. Nice, huh? Okay, lovely. Yeah, it all works out in the end. But then Great. there was a story that. Uh, a plane crashed into a mountain with his wife on board, and he walked up the mountain in waist-deep snow to get her body. Is that true? Or? I don't know. Do uh, you think <laughs> that story's true? Probably not. Andy. Probably not. Most of those stories are not true. Yeah, most of them are not. Yeah. Clark Gable and Carol Lombard, I think was her name. I'm not sure. Carol Lombard. Yeah. They say he climbed up or he walked up a mountain in snow, waist-deep snow, to retrieve her body because he loved her that much. Well, don't they say that, because, I mean, like, everybody that dies on Everest will just be there forever because yep. they're yes. They don't bother getting most of the bodies. Because they it know. takes too much energy, mm -hmm. and you're, like, every ounce of energy that you have is important when you're that high up on a mountain. Yeah. Why would you so do they'll just be like frozen that? there until the end of time. One of my favorite Don Rickles jokes was, and we was talking about, Somebody asked him about his wife, Barbara. He was married to Barbara. Barbara. For quite some time. And they, uh, they said, hey, somebody told my wife the other day. They said, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, when Don, someday, Don's no longer around. And she would go, oh, did he die? That's <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Apparently, he said to her, she got mad at him because, you know, that thing that hangs down when people get older? Yeah. It yeah. kind of like hangs down this mm -hmm. part. Mm hmm He's... <laughs> They woke up one morning and he noticed she was developing one of those. And he looked at her and goes, ur, ur, ur. Oh, my God. And apparently she wasn't real happy about Roosters. that. Roosters. That's not good. She's doing the rooster not. thing. I suppose she would not be happy about Probably that. Probably not when you think about it. Yikes. Madonna spoke candidly about her kids during a recent interview with Vogue, saying that she gave her older kids phones at 13, and that was a mistake. She's not planning to uh, make that uh, same mistake with her younger kids, now 13-year-old David, who doesn't yet have a phone. Giving her older children phones at that age, she reveals, ended my relationship with them, really. Not completely, but it became very, very big part of their lives. They became too inundated with imagery and started to compare themselves to other people, and that's really bad for self-growth. I think she's absolutely right about that. I never thought that day would come when I would agree with Madonna on anything, but I do agree with her on that. I think... All of the, all of the mental things that happen because of social media, uh, that you just want to fit in, and it's nearly impossible to fit in on social media, isn't it? I mean, can you fit in on social media? I do. You do. <laughs> How do you fit in? Just like I have the people that I'm friends with, and the people that I yeah. stay in touch with are similar to me, and yeah, I guess if you like only surround. I mean, it's kind of like surrounding yourself in everyday life. You also surround yourself with the same like-minded people on social media. I mean, yeah. See, I, I don't. I have a few people that have opposing opinions to me. Mm -hmm. or, You're right, right. You know, because I think it's important to have that in your it's life. Learning, absolutely. But, um, but I don't like. 
I use social media to stay in contact with people I care about. I don't mm-hmm. use it to, yeah. you know, show off all of my opinions like a lot like of people yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think social media is okay if you're using it for the right reasons. Yeah, but I it's think so. all these people yeah. that just want to, you know, piss and moan because they're angry about the world and want everyone to know their opinion and, you know, like your opinion. Like, is your opinion, but not everyone else wants to hear it or needs to hear it. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, I don't have any super strong opinions about a lot of, you know, normal, like, politics and this and that. Like, I just don't really care that much. Right, so you don't. I don't. Yeah. Either is Andy, though. Yeah, so it's not like I'm on there and reading people's thoughts and I'm like, no, I have to disagree with you. I'm like, whatever, you're really intense about that. Well, that's what I was going to ask. The next thing I was going to ask all of you is why do people get so wrapped up in you have to agree with me or I hate you? Why are they? That's bizarre thinking to me. I really, I honestly think it's insecurity. They want, they don't want to be the only one that feels the way they do. Well, and people, people, it's really weird because like on Instagram, I was talking about Game of Thrones on my like Instagram stories a couple weeks ago and I was like I don't understand why people like it and it wasn't me being like why would anyone watch this if you watch mm-hmm. this you're an idiot right it was right. just like I don't I don't understand because I have friends I have a couple friends that are really into it and they can't tell me they're like I don't know mm-hmm. like the mystery <laughs> I don't like, know it's the, the um, not magic what am I trying to say like make believe part of it is fun and it's really intense and I was like well why wouldn't I like it and they're like I just I don't know but you would hate it mm-hmm. yeah. and so I was just like can somebody tell me the reason why someone would like this and I got some messages of people being like you know why would you rag on people for liking Game of Thrones and I'm like I never said that I'm That's asking not why what you said I, at I, all. I just said that right. I don't like it and I people think I wouldn't like it and why do you like it yeah. so it's like people hear I don't like this and they think you, yeah. you're saying you're an idiot for liking it right right that's Which exactly right. it isn't at all yeah. people are very you weird about their you have to use your words opinion. carefully yeah. on social media I mean you have to like say please enlighten me on what's you yeah. know, what is so great about Game yeah. of Thrones? I mean, you have to use words. Otherwise, yes. people take it out of context. Yeah. That's why I like emojis, because when you yeah. make it's a like, statement, make a smiley face next to yeah. it, then they know that you, you know, may have some sarcasm yeah. behind your statement. Yeah. And, you know, if, if there are opinions out there, I mean, you have the power to unfriend people, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, and unfollow like, oh, I don't like people. You. Unfriend. Yep. You know, Goodbye. I don't want to see your stuff anymore. Yep. I don't put my opinions out there unless somebody asks me. Yeah, you know, I'm one of mm-hmm. those kind of people. If you ask me, I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, but I'm not gonna force it, force I'm it on you. Basically, yeah. like that too. Yeah. Well, I was always very clear when I said "f off." <laughs> what I meant. Screw you. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna yeah. do it. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hopefully, Turtle Dove would be in tomorrow. I'm I won't. Hoping. You, uh, I will not be here tomorrow. I'll be here Wednesday, though, but I will be late because my nanny already has a job and she works until 11, so I'll You got to do what you got to do. So you can only do what you can do. It's true. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.